Hey everybody, we are super pleased to announce our new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. The goal? Power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance War and Real-Time Arena. And the best part? Marvel Strike Force just reached its six-year anniversary, which means free stuff when you sign up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. Just complete each event, and you'll receive special awards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and every week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. If we have received a unique promo code for every new user, please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL, M-A-X-P-O-O-L. Again, anybody uses that code, it is unique for all new users. Check it out. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Board Gamers Anonymous, the podcast of board gamers and the insane fun at the closing ceremonies of our Board Game Olympics 2021. We like to thank all of our Patreon backers for helping us bring you a brand new episode. All right, everyone, we talked about it on the last episode and we came right back and are concluding our Olympic ceremonies 2021. And we have a very unique, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back, bracket system that is there to hopefully engage you in talking about what we love to talk about most, which is, of course, board games. So for this episode, we will be talking not about countries, which we did on our last episode. So again, check back for that. But on this special episode, episode 337, we will be talking about the Olympic Games. And games, huh? Right? And games yeah. that are about sports and such. So, Anthony, are you geared up for our closing ceremonies and especially games about games? Dude, I'm there, man. Sports. We don't talk about sports enough on here because there aren't that many <laughs> sports games, which we'll find out in a minute. But it's fun to talk about them and it gives us a chance to say, why aren't there more? That's right. More sports board games. Which is weird, right? Because it's literally. A physical competition that has all the rules in it. Why have they yeah. not made more board game versions of this? I can't. Like, they make board game versions of the most abstract theoretical concepts <laughs> or economic structures. And for some reason, sports, which already has the rules and the competitors and the right. names and the graphics <laughs> and everything else. Like, 
right, right. I don't know what to do with this. I can't make more than five games out of this. You're like, why? I don't, I don't know. So we have decided to take the rich, proud historical tradition of the Olympics and paste it onto board games for this episode. So do it. Yeah, man. (laughs) So, uh, Anthony, uh, why don't you start off our closing ceremonies here and let us know about our matchups. Yes, sir. We got a, again, if you weren't here last time, you should go back and listen to the last episode. It was awesome. We had 16 games representing different countries from around the world. Uh, We had at the end, three medal winners. Uh, We're going to do the same thing this time. We got 16 games representing sports from around the world. And we're going to end with our medal winners. Uh, These are some interesting sports as, as you'll see. Um, (laughs) (laughs) because again there are not a lot of games about sports but there are several that are very very good um i will say in doing the research for this there were a few that are not out yet and it does seem like there are more and more of these that are coming out right yes portal games just announced 11 football manager board game that actually looks really good if you like soccer it's not out yet so obviously it's not on the list Mm -hmm. but and there are a couple games on the list that have only recently come out that people seem to be really hyped about we'll talk about those but these 16 games are good. They're great. I've played most of these. They're really good. They're interesting. They're representative of sports in different, unique, sometimes really weird ways. And we're going to run through all of them and tell you which one's the top three, uh, which ones are the best. So all right. first matchup, number one, by all accounts, every list I looked at, plus Board Game Geek, Flam Rouge. This is a bicycle racing game from Stronghold Games, designer... Asger Harding Granarud, uh, and you play cards and your bicycles move forward. That's it. <laughs> but it's a modular map. You've got two bicycles that you're moving with the same deck of cards, okay. um, different types of cards that you're moving them with. It's interesting. I, I actually enjoy this game a fair amount. It's not my favorite game in the world, but I like it. I'll play it if it comes out. So I do recommend playing it. And that one goes up against snow tails at number 16 which while not a traditional sport certainly not a summer sport is very much a sport because dog mm-hmm. sledding is exhausting and it's a ton of work for those dogs uh so this game came out originally in 2008 there i think is a sequel to it as well uh and then it's yeah it's about that it's going on a dog sled race and trying to win the race <laughs> you build a track you move your dog sleds so uh, these two match up pretty well against each other. What do you think? Well, a- again, just going by the same metrics and rubric we did last time, we are looking for a game that is truly representative of the sport that it's portraying. And then as a tiebreaker, we are going to which one is more fun to play. So Flamme Rouge, I-, I guess, again, despite the fact that it is playing cards, one of the things that's really unique and interesting about the game that it does capture is that you do have a leader team situation and how you kind of position is just as important as how fast you go in some respects because, you know, you win as a team to that that sense. So uh, negotiation, avoiding exhaustion, uh, you know, Tour de France. I mean, it's going to be Flamme Rouge because honestly, Snowtails, damn, those poor dogs. Like, do they even I know, know what they- do they even know that they're in a sport? They're just like, yeah, you want me to do this thing? I'm a dog. Dogs are awesome. Dogs are like, we don't deserve dogs. Did I mention that before? Like, we are 
as human beings, we are we do not live up to our dogs. Like they say, um, right. may we be the the person that the dog that our dogs think we are. I think that's something like some right. effect. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm going to go Flam Rouge on that, Anthony. What about you? I agree. I play both of these. Uh, I thought Snowtails is cute and interesting, but I mm-hmm. don't think it does a good job of necessarily representing the dogs. Also, the <laughs> meeples are the person on the sled. Yes! Where are the dogs? <laughs> Where you are the dogs? <laughs> they do all the work. Ugh. You so had one job. Gotta... One job. I know. It's Put about the dogs. <laughs> Put one dog on the meeple. That's all I'm saying. Uh, there are dog yeah. meeples out there. Go go pick up a copy of Caverna. Even Caverna has together. a... <laughs> uh, yeah, but Flamurge is fantastic. I, I agree. Like having the two guy people and they work back and forth. And you have like a single deck of cards, basically. And once you use a card, it's out of the game. Yeah, You, you can't like cycle that back in. So like using that nine, you're like, I got to use it at the right time. Plus yeah. you're like blind bidding those cards. So you don't know what other people are going to do in front of you. It's really good. Uh, sure. Snowtails is fun. There's nothing wrong with it. We make fun, but it but Flamrouge is a better game. All right, so Flamrouge moves on to the next round. All right, Anthony, what do you have next up? Next up, we have a personal favorite of both of us. I know first and goal. Uh, this is a football game in which you have hundreds of dice representing these various. <laughs> generic football teams uh you pit them against each other and you roll you basically play these different cards you're gonna roll dice matching the types of plays you're trying to run and try to win a football game there are not many football games in board gaming there should be it's a very strategic tactical game i don't know why there are not more football games but this is this is a great one uh the other one we're talking about here the number nine seed is winner's circle this is re-implementation of turf horse racing this one mm-hmm. came back in, out in 2001 uh, from reiner canizia which is why it made our list we do have a couple horse games on the on the list here and you've got like little miniatures racing around it's, it's a horse racing game i don't know I, <laughs> <laughs> um it does focus a lot more on the betting and bluffing and the actual movement is it's kind of like the the roll and move so it is similar to a lot of other horse racing games in that respect personally both these games use dice, but there are not a lot of football games. I feel like first and goal is really awesome if you can get past all the stickering. Uh, there is a roll and write, not roll and write, but just first and roll is more of a like sure. pure dice based game of this. It's like a little higher rated, but yeah. either way, I'm, I would say first and whatever. Pick those. Gotcha. Again, like Snow Tales, Winter Circle. The what, are the what are you doing? The horses, man. Like I'm sorry, like. If it's a sport, you should be running. I'm just, you know, and again, as you said, it, it like, like, it's not okay. It's not okay. Like, leave the animals alone. I'm sorry. Like, again, you know, there is this not just to take away from the fact that the athletic ability of the, I don't know, the sled riders or the jockeys, but again, it comes down to the animals doing really 99% of the, the work there. So, since they don't know that's actually what they're doing, it's not fun for them. And in fact, I actually like first and goal. And again, the reason why I do like the game, and again, the stickering is a nightmare, it's a complete nightmare. And I'm really unhappy about that. It's it's a poorly, like, like the graphic design, like it lacks so much of so much about the games with one exception <clears throat> is that it actually does have teams that have 
different stats. Some teams have better offense, defense, special teams, and that's really representative in the dice. So if you pick a team that's an offensive juggernaut, like a really a glass cannon, and you bring them to the field, then you're going to have a bad day on defense because your dice, mm-hmm. like maybe you get lucky, but really more t- nine times out of 10, you're not. And I love that because that is football because teams were built based around those kind of like strategic planning and ideologies of like, hey, this would really work really well if we could put this kind of team together. And again, let's not talk about sports for now, but we could, uh, you know, you know, like let's, but yeah. So uh, first and goal moves on to the next round, Anthony. All right. Uh, next up, we have number five. This is an interesting matchup because these games are both kind of weird. Uh, number five, Castell. This is uh-huh. a game about people stacking on top of each other in uh-huh. uh, Catalonia. So it's a it's yeah. a long running folk tradition in Catalonia. People treat it as a sport. There's festivals about building human towers. There are uh-huh. multiple games about this. This one came out from Renegade back in 2018, and people promptly ignored it. But you and I both played it. We both loved it, right? We do. Yeah. And and again, it's another one of those weird outside the box kind of athletic competitions that does not get the attention it deserves, but really solid athletic tradition. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and so that one goes up against our number 12, which is Trick Shot. Mm-hmm. This is a game that was on Kickstarter uh, last year um, from Wolf Designs yeah. or Designa. And it is a hockey game, as you might yeah. imagine. Uh, it, it comes with these cute little ridiculously over uh, like <laughs> emphasized hockey miniatures, which are great. They're really cool, actually. I like they're, it a lot. They're adorable, yeah. Yeah, I love it. You got like the big giant hulking guys in the background. It's, it's great. Um, and people seem to love this. I personally yeah. have a chance to get to the table, but obviously I've seen, you know, materials about it and watched videos about this. It is a hockey game in which there are card drafting mechanics and dice rolling. But the general idea here is you're going to activate for each of the different uh, players you have on the ice. And there's a push your luck element to it uh, that will eventually determine, you know, how much you're able to accomplish. Um, You're obviously trying to score and beat your opponent. And if you're a big hockey fan, it seems like the rules kind of are melded around hockey in general. Like they're not trying to capture like the management of a hockey team or the specific, you know, things you're trying to do with the puck. It's about the game as a whole. So Mm -hmm. it's relatively quick. It's short. It's like 45 minutes and it's very, very tactical because it's dice based. Um, it looks really cool. So it's an interesting matchup. Like obviously we both play Castell and we love that, but trick shot seems like they might've actually nailed a hockey board game, which is hard to do. Yeah. And again, it's weird that there aren't more hockey board games again. Yeah. Again, it's a simple, small system that's been around forever and there should be more representation as far as that's concerned. And you know, it's, this is a hard one because like you said, they're, they're both, very different games where one is more pure, you know, Euro game where the other one's more of a Marathrash kind of game. Like, you know, you're, you're at least more to, to that end as far as like the miniatures and things to that nature. Um, what I like about Castell is you do get to um, just like, just like with, um, you know, a trick shot, you actually do get to do the, dy- the, you do get to incorporate the dynamics, right? So, Moving right. and, and shifting and, and having the the, the, ho- the hockey players on the ice in order to strategize there 
the same thing with Castell is that you are building these towers and they have to be structurally sound. They do need to have the right kind of athlete to support the ones above them. And in addition to that, all the different countries are, you know, and cities are representative in the game that they do these kind of uh, wondrous kind of performances. Um, so yeah, really challenging, difficult kind of situation. Uh, the tiebreaker for me is gameplay and Castell is gameplay through and through. So I'm going to go Castell right. there. Yeah. I, I kind of in the same boat with you. Like, yeah, I, I love the ideas behind both of these. I think they both do it really well. They're both very sure. pretty to look at. Uh, they have great table presence, but Castell as a game, at least the kind of game we like, uh, sure. is it's more strategic and gives you a lot of options. And I think there's more to hockey, ice hockey than the, than the, this, you know, the traditional game here, great miniatures. It's a streamlined rule set, but you know, if you've ever played ice hockey, it is really, it is not this brute kind of big game guys on the ice. It really right. is a strategic game of formations and strategies. And that's missing from this game. And I think that, would kind of almost diminish the game a little bit. Like even first and goal has the idea that offense and defense and how the teams operate is different. You don't really get that here as much. So, right. All right. So Costello moves on to the next round. All righty. Uh, next up, we got number four downforce. This is a re-release uh, from restoration games, bringing back an old game um, originally designed by Wolfgang Kramer and kind of updated by Rob Davio and Justin Jacobson. And we have that going up against number 13, Bottom of the Ninth from Dice Hate Me Studio. Uh, so Downforce is a game in which you play cart. So there's a bidding mechanism in this. We're trying to bid on which cards you think are going to do well. And then based on how you bid and what you pull off, you're going to have cards that you kind of are working towards yourself. Um, sure. Decks, like cards in your hand. Um, uh, I actually, <laughs> I have a copy of this game, but the reason I have a copy of this game is because I converted it to Mario Kart for my kids, and it's nice. fantastic. So, like, yeah. you throw coins on the board, you put some shells in there, you have some special yeah. cards. We got the Mario Kart miniatures when they have Monopoly Gamer with the with the Mario Kart stuff. Oh yeah, um, so that's a blast. I've not played Downforce by itself, and I have not played it without children. <laughs> so, um, I can't imagine doing that. Honestly, I, I feel like it's designed for that. Bottom of the ninth is a bluffing push your luck dice game that happens to have baseball mechanics. Now, <laughs> the aesthetic of this game is pure baseball, right? Like you yeah. got baseball cards are the players that you're putting out there. You get the board is all baseball. Everything is very, very baseball. It looks like the yeah. baseball cards I have in, in my, well, not now it's in storage in, in the box <laughs> ready to go, but um, they were in the basement. So, and the whole idea of the game is it's the bottom of the ninth and you're trying to score and win the game, right? But it's so much dice. <laughs> I want, I wanted to love this game, but at the end of the day, it's just kind of random. And it's sure. just not... I want it to be fun. I had a lot of stuff for it. I backed the Kickstarter and everything and it just doesn't do it for me. Downforce is not the best racing game I've ever played, but it works. It's interesting. Sure. The, you can ignore the bidding mechanism. You don't have to do all that if you're playing with kids. You just race around the track, right? It's very simple. Um, so I'm going to go downforce here, personally. Bottom of the ninth, I want to love, but it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, and I think, you know, between the both of us, I mean, we're both very big baseball fans right? Uh, for many, many years and have the, the baseball cards collection to show up. But for you not to be 
supporting bottom of the ninth when you've already, you know, fought in and played as much as you have does say something. Yeah. I I've played and reviewed downforce. I think we even played that on board game arena. So yep. there's a there's a couple places you can play it. It's it's a family friendly game. You're just again like Flamme Rouge, you're figuring out when you're gonna play your cards in order to maximize. Like you just don't hit nine nine nine, you lose the cards. So yeah, right. I think Sadly, I think Downforce moves on to the next round, which breaks my heart because bottom of the ninth, man, they they threw everything they had at it to make it like baseball through and through. I mean, other than including a you know Cracker Jacks in it, I don't, I don't know what else they could have done. But yeah, the dice mechanic as a tiebreaker. Oh man, yeah, yeah. All right, so Downforce moves on to the next round. It's just too much randomness for baseball. Like, I know. It's a skill sport. It's a skill sport. It's pure skill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, if, if you of all people can't stand up for a baseball game, come on, man. Like, <laughs> maybe I'm saving it for another game. Maybe. We'll Down see. The line. We got more to go. Uh, all right. So, number six, Thunder Alley. Uh, up against number 11, Time of Soccer. So Thunder Alley came out in 2014, uh, designed by Jeff and Carla Horger uh, from GMT Games. Mm -hmm. And this is probably the most strategic uh, take on racing that I've I've played in a game. Um, It's generally considered still pretty light, uh, but there's a lot more to it. The game's a little bit longer. The mechanics are a little bit more involved. uh, There's cards. It's all card-based. There's no dice involved, thank God. And I really liked it quite a bit. This is, I think, a very solid take on racing if you want to play a racing game with a little bit more strategy to it. Sure. Um, Time of Soccer, uh, this one, I don't know if this is released in the U.S. I have Mm. actually had a chance to play this. I have a friend who has a copy. Nice. And it's actually really good. (laughs) Nice. Um, But like most of these soccer games, it's more of a simulation, right? Yeah. There aren't a lot of soccer games that have you actually playing the game, playing the sport, right? So in this one, you control the football team and you have to sign players and employees. You have to manage the economy, um, sign advertising and TV contracts. So it's a good game. It's entertaining. I had a lot of fun with it, but it's not actually about playing the sport. It's about running the sport. So it's, it's an economic euro, which is cool. It's probably why I liked it. But uh, and that honestly, it seems like what the new portal game is as well. Um, so I don't know. I, I think for me, it's going to be Thunder Alley because it's actually about the sport of racing. Sure. But uh, Time of Soccer is actually pretty good if you're looking for a soccer game and can find a copy. I'm a big soccer football fan, and this is really disappointing to hear. I haven't played Time Bolt. <laughs> you know, I haven't played it, so I can't speak to it, but uh thunder alley is a game i have played and i am not a racing fan like i've literally sat down with people who were racing fans and i wanted to like you know just pull my hair out the the monotony of it all (laughs) right and this game really did give me a, a serious appreciation for nascar and all the nascar fans because again they they have a level of appreciation and knowledge that i did not have i did have it after this game so uh yeah thunder alley does it great. I'm still waiting for a Ted Lasso version of soccer. What do you, yes. what do you think, Anthony? Oh my gosh. Give me a Ted Lasso game. Ah, <laughs> uh, as we're recording this, there's a new episode out. I haven't watched it yet. Cause I just packed my TV. So yeah, 
I need to watch that. Yeah, so like we've been doing a little video, I guess movie and stuff like that, you know, kind of reviews. And honestly, I think they've, well, I think it's been a 50-50 split. Like most of them have been bad this time, but like Ted Lasso, right? I mean, fantastic. Such a good show. And just like when it came out in the middle of the pandemic, you're like, this show makes me so happy. Yeah. (laughs) And again, that is, it's another show that when I was, when I heard and saw a little bit of it, I was like, oh, this is going to be bad, but it's a pandemic and there's nothing to watch. I'm like, this is really good. When's the next episode? I'm like, this should not be good. It's good. It really is good. I don't know why. It's just so optimistic. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, Ted Lasso definitely moves on to the next round. But in this moment, uh, baseball highlights 2045. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead here. I'm (laughs) I'm so excited. Yeah. Thunder Alley moves on to the next round. All right. Uh, Number six, Thunder Alley moving on. Uh, Next matchup, we got number three, Blood Bowl team manager. This is, it's football with the Warhammer fantasy 40k. I don't even remember. Uh, it's it's Warhammer characters, I guess fantasy, and you are a manager of the team. It's it's a card drafting deck building kind of game with some dice yeah. involved. Mechanically, it's fairly involved, but <clears throat> it's an interesting mix of like the card mechanics. You do have a football field in front of you, but if you've never played Blood Bowl, the original yeah. Blood Bowl, that is you have two factions from the Warhammer universe, and you're playing a very twisted, mixed up violent version of football and that's mm. what it is it's a miniatures game though you have those factions this is a card version of that game uh people who love it love it uh it won a lot of awards obviously it's super out of print now because fantasy flight doesn't have the license anymore uh but if you have a chance to play it it's very good 18 holes uh number 14 seed this is a relatively recent release came out last year and it is golf it is a card drafting game in which you are trying to get run down the course and get your ball in the hole, right? There's, there's um, what you're saying to me. There's no blood involved in this version <laughs> that we know of. I know. Well, you have blood bowls, so eighteen. Keep going, keep going. We're going to end up with a, a mature rating if we keep talking like this, guys. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you you build your course. You're trying to move along. There's a chance to take shortcuts. You can hit off course on purpose, um, but obviously you can get yourself in trouble if you do that. So if you don't hit the ball properly, but you're not actually physically hitting the ball. It's not miniature golf. You're not flicking things along. You're actually trying to you know, use the cards you have to move your ball towards the hole faster than your opponent. Uh, it's cute. It's fun. It's relatively light. I, I was skeptical at first. I'm like, how do you turn golf into a decent board game without like dexterity involved? I think it works. I don't yeah. think it's amazing, but I think it works. And sure. that alone is impressive. Uh, so yeah, we've got classic cult game that everybody loves. If you like Warhammer plus football, and then we've got golf. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, did you, I mean, I know you didn't, but like really Blood Bowl versus cute, adorable, chibi (laughs) kind of, you know, golf. Like how did, how, how, uh, yeah, this, this, this is a thing. I love football, man. Like, even though I don't, I don't really follow much of a team anymore. I love a good football game. Uh, I, I. And I don't mind a fantasy theme. I, I'm a I'm a man who loves a good fantasy theme. So you're like 
hey, football and fantasy. I'm like, yeah, football and fantasy. Uh, man, this is so rough. Oh, 18 holes is just a cute little adorable kind of like you move the ball based on the hexes. So uh, it does look more representative of the sport since we're we're, we're kind of talking. There you go. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So if you put down Blood Bowl on the table, people who knew football might, you know, go, oh, that kind of looks like a football. If you do have the mat, you know, if you do actually have that little thing, if you don't and you just play it on a table, no one's getting football out of that. Right. right? If you're playing just the straight cards, which is what comes in the box. Right. It's the straight cards. No one's going to, no one's getting football from that, but no one's going to mistake uh, 18 holes. <laughs> so it, it is golf. It is definitely, it golf. is golf. It is definitely golf. And we, as we said, not what plays better. That's the tiebreaker. What's more representative of the sport and 18 holes is in fact representative of the sport. Yep. It's a good Sadly. game too. You should play it. That's right. good. Okay. Um, it's not as good as Blood Bowl on a pure mechanical basis, but in terms of sports, like you said, yeah, I think I agree. All right. Next up. All right. Next up, we got number seven, Stratomatic Baseball. <gasps> so yes, yeah, Drew would be over the moon. <laughs> Somewhere Drew's Drew's ears are tingling. He doesn't know why. <laughs> yeah. This episode would be 30 minutes longer because we'd have to fight over Stratomatic Baseball for a while. So this game first came out in 1962. It is a baseball simulation game. And there are updated teams every year. I think for a long time it was official. Maybe now it's unofficial. I'm not 100% sure on that. So if you're a Stratomatic player, let me know what I'm wrong about. But this game's been around for nearly 50 years 60 years sorry and there are people still just obsessed with it and devoted to it and you know anytime you have a game that's 60 years old and has a 7.8 on board game geek you know there's a loyal following for that people build their own baseball stadiums and play this game inside of it yeah so it is a pure baseball simulation if that's what you're looking for and there's also there's also Sorry. other versions of Stratomatic, right? There's other pro football, which is soccer and other sports, in case you wanted to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. There's Stratomatic mm-hmm. football is very popular, Stratomatic hockey. Um, mm-hmm. There's a pro basketball. So Crazy. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of ways to do this. It's just... It's the baseball is what it's... Yeah. Yeah, baseball is where it started, and, and it's like a pen and paper take on the sport, which... Excellent. You know, it's like fantasy football and baseball and all that stuff before we had computers to run it for us. Gotcha. So that's Stratomatic baseball. It's very cool. I've only done it a little bit. I've not, I've never done like a full season with people, which is Mm -hmm. like a lot of commitment that I don't have time for, but (laughs) it looks fun. Um, The, the uh, second game here in number 10 is K2. This is a mountain climbing game. Came back, came out back in 2010. Uh Uh, And it's exactly what it sounds like. You were trying to, Climb K2. Uh, Mm -hmm. So you are, each player controls a team of two mountaineers. You're trying to climb the summit and get there before, basically before you die. Um, Because mountain climbing, not safe. Uh, And you have a hand of cards that are going to help you get up there. So this game's been very popular. It was a Spieldus Yars nominee at one point. Um, I have had a chance to play this, but it's been a while since the last time I played it. But I remember enjoying it. Relatively mm-hmm. light, 30 to 60 minutes. Kids can play it, pretty accessible. Um, kind of an off-the-beaten-track sport, obviously mountain climbing, but 
you know, definitely more accessible than Stratomatic. <laughs> but um, it's hard because I think in this case, if we're talking about the game that represents a sport, the pure simulation that people have been playing for 60 years probably better represents a sport. Yeah, I agree too. And again, I salute anybody who who has played this, continues to play this. I really like to hear from you. I mean, we have literally every social media out there. Please let us know if this is still in your rotation, still your you know your lifelong game, and the level of detail and complexity here, but fun. You know, this is not a 5.0 on board game geek. You can play this. It's just it's just a time sink, which is again not a bad thing. And again, um, you know, as two baseball fans, you know, uh, yeah, this would be the one for sure that I'd want to play. So yeah, Stratomatic Baseball for me as well. All righty. Stratomatic moving on. Last matchup here in the first half of the part of this round, we have number two, Baseball Highlights 2045, a card game from Mike's Fitzgerald and Eagle Griffin Games came out in 2015. Uh, I love this game. I backed it on Kickstarter the first time. I backed Football Highlights recently as well. I've not played it yet. Mm-hmm. And it is a fantastic take on baseball, honestly despite the sci-fi trappings around it. So Mm -hmm. you have humans, you have, which are naturals in the game. You have (laughs) Borgs, cyborgs, and you have pure robots. (laughs) And they all have different like levels. Um, You start out with a certain deck of cards, you play through them, and then you can actually upgrade that over the course of a series. Like a whole game is a series of games. Um, Like your game is the general series, like five or seven games. And the individual games are, you know, quick nine inning matchups against each other. So, yeah, fantastic game. Plays really well solo as well. Number 15 is Pitch Car. Uh, This is a racing game, a flicking game. You have hundreds of different track permutations, different expansions you can pick up. It is a pure dexterity game that I am terrible at. (laughs) I don't know how much it actually matches up with this sport of racing, especially with the way people build their tracks, you're really just flicking a disc around a track, but it is racing. You are trying to beat your opponents. So (laughs) I I definitely deserve a spot on the list, but uh, what do you think? Well, as somebody who won the uh, myriad games, (laughs) Hey, look, if Al Bundy can talk about the time he scored four touchdowns in a football game, I can talk (laughs) about pitch car. All right. I won that. I, did, I was like, I've never played this before, and I won. So that should go to show you that that game is not representative of anything. No. <laughs> Other than, uh, well, to be fair, as a kid, there was a game called Scully, where we had the bottle caps you used to flick to knock off the other players. And I actually was quite good at that. So maybe I, you know, the the years and skills of training as a child finally came into play here. Uh I, yeah, I, I certainly agree. I, I I did not back any of the baseball highlights nor the football highlights. Uh, I did have a thing. Op- didn't they have an app? Did they have an app? Right. Yep. Yeah. There's an app. Yeah. Yep. I've I've played the app quite extensively, and I actually like the app. I I think you know how fully representative it is. is I don't know. I mean, there's not cyborg and robots, but there sure is a lot of like performance enhancing drugs in, in baseball these days. So <laughs> yeah, really yeah. what's the difference? There's how many naturals are there really in the sport anymore? So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to go with baseball highlights 2045 on that. Yeah. Honestly, it's probably where he got the idea from the game. From. 
<laughs> it's like this is more realistic that you know yeah. that, that the sport would allow robots before yeah yeah, yeah so, the sequel anyhow. will be like sticky stuff on baseballs uh, <laughs> that's true that's true at least the robots play fair right yeah all right there we go we got our eight uh Let's move on and, and get down to the final four here so we can get our medal winners. Uh, number, number one, Flamme Rouge. Which uh-huh. Again, racing game, bicycles, uh-huh. drafting, single-use cards uh-huh. against first and goal, which fairly decent football simulation. Uh-huh. Got to stick yeah. to those stupid dice, though. What do Damn you think? Stupid. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for first and goal the idea that you do get the different plays that you're, you're you know you're able to roll for um and you do get you do get the football field unlike you know um bud blow team manager where you do have the board you can put that board out here but you actually do have a little football you do actually have the football field you are moving things down the track there is an offense and defense that's a play the rolling of the dice while somewhat abstracted and, and, you know, random in some cases, but since the dice are reflective of your team, that's the one that really kind of speaks to me a little bit more. How about you, Anthony? Yeah, it's, it's tough. Like uh, first and goal, I remember liking it, but I haven't come back to it. And sure. there were a lot of challenges to like getting that thing to the table. And, oh yeah. You know, it abstracts it a little bit. Flam Rouge, it's tactical, it's quick, it's accessible and it's, tense right it feels tense some of these racing games don't feel very tense because you're like i'm gonna roll i'm gonna move i'm gonna roll i'm gonna move and when somebody gets ahead they're just ahead right yeah that's not the case in this it it does feel like a bicycle race so i don't i feel like i'd prefer flam rouge on this one okay so again we go back to the tiebreaker is just really which game kind of is you know plays better um you know how representative they're both eh, a little more here and there um I having played both, I will say that first and goal, um, there is of of course a situation where you know there is there simply can be just a runaway leader in that game, right. and you know if you happen to be playing a defensive team, you don't necessarily get the turnovers and, and things that you need like you would play in a real football game, and it does it's fun. I like it. I mean, when they came out the the roll and write version, I was disappointed because I really wanted nice custom dice and I would have bought the heck out of all those teams. So yeah, I guess Flamme Rouge because it is, you know, it does, it does really have more of that ingrained strategy, you know, in the actual gameplay and not just your team does a thing. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead with you on that. I, I, I concede the point there. It's Flamme Rouge then that moves on to the final round. All righty. Next up, we got number five, Castell. Mm-hmm. Our people stacking game versus number four downforce. Another mm-hmm. racing game, but this time going in a circle. What do you think? <laughs> well, again, um, I mean, how can you argue with downforce? It's it's got cars. They go around a track. You play cards because again, there's going to be certain times where you're going to like push the limit, and certain times where you just have to block other players in there. Um, Castell is a game that I. I just love the game and the fact that you're collecting these different athletes to put on these performances is fantastic. Um, the tiebreaker again for me here, Anthony, and we're getting some tiebreakers because again, we're a little thin on sports here. I'm going to go with Castell because again, gameplay, that's, that's what I'm looking at here. And again, it's a sport that doesn't get the representation that it deserves. 
hundred percent with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I like Downforce fine. It's not my favorite it's racing fine. game though. And mm-hmm. it's not it's not fully representative of the sport. Like half no. of the mechanics are bidding on who you think is gonna win. That's not really how you win a race. You don't go well, out there and be like Well it's, <laughs> Yeah. Well you shouldn't. That's not how you should win a race. <laughs> um so yeah, I'm gonna go with Castell as well. I think it's a really cool, fun <laughs> take on a sport or activity or just tradition in general that we didn't really know much about before. And it, and again, it opens you up to a sport that, again, like you said, you're not really familiar with, and it's truly representative. Right. All right. Next up, we got number six, Thunder Alley, uh, NASCAR the board game versus <laughs> number 14, 18 holes, golf the board game. So NASCAR golf, which if you asked me before we started, I would have fallen asleep. So what do you yeah. think? Either way, we're going to take a really good nap. Uh, yep. But to be fair, uh, you know, Thunder Alley was an, another game that I never thought I'd like. And we reviewed this such a long time ago. But it is thematically true down to its brakes and pistons and everything else that kind of come into play if you do want to play the more complicated version of it. So for me, Thunder Alley. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, 18 Holes is a good golf game. But mm-hmm. one of the main mechanics of this game, what they're trying to get you to do is hit off the course. You're trying to break the course a little bit to like take shortcuts in the most efficient way, which is fun. That's not really how you play golf. You're not trying to hit well, off the course. Well. <laughs> um, well, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll leave the cheating at golf to ex-presidents. But uh, Thunder Alley is, it is NASCAR the board game. It just legitimately is. So I, I would agree. I'm going to go with Thunder Alley. Yeah, me too. All right, and last matchup here. Uh, this is a tough one, actually, because we got two baseball games. Stratomatic Baseball versus Baseball Highlights 2045. Yeah, look. Baseball fan both ways. Baseball Highlights 2045 is... Again, we I don't want to talk about tiebreakers, but it would be the one I would want to play. Where Stratomatic Baseball, it would be a game that I just don't have the personal and you know time that I wouldn't want to invest in this. It is in some ways more representative of the sport since it does you know utilize the statistics, the athletes, and things like you said, as far as being upgraded properly. Anthony, you, I, I, I think you may, you may possibly be. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving it up, but you might be the bigger baseball fan here. So I'm going to leave this up to you. So eh? <laughs> I, I do watch at least 100 baseball games a season. So yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big baseball fan. I grew up in Seattle. I'm still a Mariners fan, which shows you how big of a baseball fan I am. They're <laughs> terrible. Um, I, this is tough. Like Stratomatic Baseball, if we're talking like purely like which one better represents the sport, it's going to be the one mm-hmm. about statistics and math and yeah. the chance of performance, right? But which one do I want to play? Which one do I get to the table? Which one is actually going to get played and represent baseball at the table? For me, it's going to be Baseball Highlights 2045. And so it's hard when it comes down to like the primary, you know, what is the number one thing we're representing here? which yeah. is closeness to the sport. It's going to be the simulation typically. Yeah. But baseball <laughs> highlights 2045. Oh, this is a hard one, man. Why'd you throw it back at me? I, don't I mean, like 
you're you're the self like it's been years since I've sat down and watched a full season or listened to a full season of baseball, you know. So, you know, again, these these are both great. Um, if you if you want me to take this out of your hands, I will because again, it's it's a hard one, and sometimes this is the way the matchups just randomly kind of line up. But it's gonna it's probably by you know by a hair it's probably going to have to be stratomatic baseball because again we we're going by yeah. what's most representative of the sport and even though a lot of athletes are using things that are not natural robots and, and cyborgs maybe be a little bit of a step too far but i agree with you if i had to play one of these it or any day of the week it would always be baseball highlights 2045 but we we got to go by the rubric man yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right. Yeah, this this is a better representation of baseball than yeah. the robots in, I guess it's only 24 <laughs> years from now, but robots in the future. <laughs> hey, Siri, could you steal third base? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. See? Could you Fantastic. There you go. Not None of this is planned, my friends. We I, I wish we could say this is scripted. We're just not that good. So no, no, <laughs> all right. So we've got four left: Flam Rouge, bicycle mm-hmm. racing; Castell, uh-huh. people stacking; Thunder Alley, NASCAR racing, and Stratomatic baseball. Two of these are Olympic sports. Two of them are not. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't again, know if that's a criteria for us, but I'm just saying. And again, it's one of those things that we we want to we set at the Yao start, and we're going to return to it again. There are just not enough sports games out there. Yes. I don't know yeah, yeah. why that is. I don't know how that is. I know that there are some that we didn't cover. There's a deck building hockey game that that's out there. There's a couple of other rando games out there here and there. But like considering how big sports are, the fact that they're not as representative in games is kind of crazy here. So right. I don't know, man. So yeah, uh, we got a, like a dress making game from <laughs> medieval, like Renaissance France, but we don't have a game about basketball. Any game uh, about basketball <laughs> like, that I can find that's worth talking about. Yeah, I I, I think that's that's certainly a, a little a little bit of um, a problem. So Anthony, why don't you? I I I started the last time. We have our gold, silver, and bronze painted cardboard medals for our, our yep. Olympic games here. So um, I'm, you know, I started last t- time. So I guess it's going to be f- for you to start this time. Well, step one this time, remember last time we had to cut one out, right? We do. So, yeah. Which we one gotta, does we not gotta... make the, which one does not make the podium, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So we got to mm-hmm. ax a game. Um, so that's, that's with me. I could ax yes, a game it is. here. Ah, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> This is not to say, like, this is the problem with doing, like, a sports thing. Is like, I feel like you say this and people are going, like, well, that's, that's a sport. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'm going to cut, oh, man, thematic to the game. These are all really good and thematic. That's that's hard. Like, Sure. They all do a really good job <laughs> of that. Um, let's go with Castell. Because Castell is a it's it's very thematic, but it is specifically within one region of one country. No one else does it anywhere else. So there's no international competition for it. There's no, it's very much just Catalonia. And it's cool. 
and I'm happy we get to participate in it. But you're not seeing people doing, you know, towers in, you know, Oklahoma. <laughs> they could. They should. You should. They should. And then you we'll should. come back and revise this. But for now, I'm using that as my criteria. <laughs> I hear you. So uh, you heard the challenge, my friends out there. So uh, get on that. Start building some towers. I guess for the bronze medal here, just like we spoke about much earlier, right? All of these human participants, um, whether they be with animals or they be, whether they be with machines, whether they're complex machines or simple levers, um, those those people are athletes. And right. race car drivers are certainly athletes with precision and determination and stamina that go beyond compare. Um, that being said, uh, the race car does most of the work. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, to be fair, you know, that's the thing. And if, and again, Anthony, if you're going to use a criteria about where they're doing this, you know, NASCAR. So uh, our bronze medal will be the great Thunder Alley. All right. I hope my dad's not listening to this because if he heard me here, if he heard us say that the race car does most of the work, he can track me down. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, until the drivers have wheels for feet. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, I, like I said, I caveated the heck out of that. Like, they you are did, athletes. They are athletes. I am not taking that away. But, like, turning left, man. I get it. You turn left. I get it. You know, but, like, it's a great turn left. I get it. But the car. The car does the movement. You know, it's like the horse. The horse, you know, like. Yep. Yep. All right. Honestly, so, the, the, the real winners in NASCAR are the people who tune the car. So. Okay. yes there's a lot of faith going on there yeah <laughs> or or the sponsors that are splattered across the car nonetheless right yeah the ones paying for all the parts <laughs> that's right <laughs> so anthony that right. leaves our gold and silver spots on the podium here the decision is up to you to decide for our board game olympics 2021 for board game arena board gamers anonymous and everywhere where you play board games, whether it's cardboard or digital, who is our gold and silver medalists? All right. Yeah. So this one's hard. We got Flamme Rouge, which is, again, a fantastic tactical racing game. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the better ones out there. Doesn't take a crazy amount of time. You have a limited number of cards. Every action you take is important. And then you got Stratomatic Baseball, which is like a pure, effective, long-running simulation of baseball as a sport. Mm -hmm. very different, but both of them very reflective of their individual sports. But I think because Stratomatic's been around for so long, because mm -hmm. it has done, there's so much fan interaction, has a huge community around it. And what I have played of it has been really fun. And you like, seriously, you look on board game geek, people build stadiums to run their games in. It's crazy. Wonderful. Yeah. So I'm going to go Stratomatic baseball as our gold winner, which means Flam Rouge is silver. Upset, upset, my friends. That is amazing. So Stratomatic Baseball, you know, from its early, early, early kind of roots, games like that you wouldn't think would have the stamina, the complexity, the depth, the fan base, and yet it still continues to do so. And uh, shout out to Drew. He knew what he was talking about. So right. <laughs> our gold medal top sports game for everything that is all about the olympic competitions the wondrous com countries that come together to participate in this cooperative event 
to celebrate the athletes and the countries all around the world to really give them representation and, you know, to show off the wonderful performance of what it means to be human and the human ability to perform and to achieve. And of course, the fantastic sports that um, I can't imagine, you know, countless generations adding and building to these wonderful competitions that we love and enjoy each and every day and are so lucky to actually have in a cardboard format that we get to play or in a paper format that we can follow for 20, 30, 40, 50 years and just love every single minute of it. So Anthony, our closing ceremonies, any last words to our fans and our competitors out there? Good game, everybody. Good game. Good. Everybody All right. did well. <laughs> yeah, no, it, this was fantastic. It was fun to go. Last week we went around the world, look at all these different games that represent the countries yeah. that, from which they are named. This week we looked at all these different sports, like not just Olympic sports. I wish they were all Olympic sports. Again, somebody make a game about fencing. Somebody make a game about fencing. curling. Somebody make Love maybe curling. They did. <laughs> you, you guys are going to write in and tell us that these exist, but make better games about fencing and curling. <laughs> Like, make a game um, that you fence and curl at the same time. Ooh, yes, yeah. a new it's like a biathlon, but not shooting and skiing because that's weird. Uh, <laughs> Instead of well, you have brooms, just switch out the brooms and put swords <laughs> in there. You right, push the, push the stone with a sword. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, but it's fantastic, right? The whole point of the Olympics, the whole point of all of this, is like bringing everybody together over a common cause. And competing over something that's not going to get anybody hurt, right? So uh, whatever your favorite sports are, whatever your country that you're rooting for, the Olympics, we hope you enjoyed. We had a lot of fun going through these lists. And uh, yeah, if, if you have comments, if you have suggestions on games we maybe didn't include, please let us know. Please let us know. Again, hit us up on all social medias. We love to hear from you. Obviously, all these episodes are not just audio podcasts on your audio player, but they're also on YouTube. Please subscribe there to keep the podcast going, keep the YouTube channel going, and to see our wonderful faces as we look down these kind of oddities and try to kind of pull together some episode for you each and every week. Until next time, this is Chris. Hey, this is Anthony. And we'll save you a spot at the Tokyo Games from the Olympics 2021. Uh, congratulations to all the athletes, everyone who's getting those games to the table, and we hope to see you soon. Take care. Bye. See ya.